0: Live from the comfort of my bedroom, this is Stay Busy with the boy Megan The Stallion's muse, Armand Sadler. edition of Stay Busy with Armand Sadler, where we have responsible discussions on the music business and the music culture, and we bring in friends when it is safe and clean enough to do so. Uh, I am the host, Armand Sadler, a vegan chorizo poppy, Three Mile Monday poppy, hand sanitizer poppy. Um, you know, we are we, we are doing our best to, to stay sanitized and clean in the midst of this quarantine madness. Admittedly, I'm going a little stir crazy um inside you know not having the choice to stay inside has has been tough you know like <laughs> right. it's, it's nice it's nice to have a lot of uh, uh places that you can be but then have the freedom to be like no i'm just gonna stay in for the weekend but now that we're in from the week through the weekend it's like you know i kind of i kind of miss i kind of miss being busy and uh having that having that crazy routine but you know we're doing we're doing the best we can you how, how are you busy inside bro Oh, oh, for sure. I'm staying busy on the PS4. I'm staying busy on the writing. I've been napping more than I ever have in my life, man. This is we 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 are busy in a multitude of ways. But how are how are you handling? What's, uh, quarantine, what's going sir? on y'all?
1: how you doing for those who don't know me? My name is Nick Early. I am in New York City right now enjoying this beautiful quarantine. I'm going outside. I try to go outside once a day. If not that, once every other day. Um so yeah. I mean, I'm living. It's been all right. <laughs> I mean, I'm just mm. trying to get a routine going every day. I'm doing all the yeah. things that I wish I could do. I'm writing a little bit more, like journaling, um, I'm doing my different work, doing little projects that I have going on. I'm brushing up on my Spanish, too, y'all. Like, okay. I'm doing all types of, like, random stuff, too, I'm trying to get my um, fitness into. It's kind of hard because I don't really have that much space. But, hey, yeah. we're
0: we're making do. How bad do you want it? You know what I'm saying? So. that's true it's yeah it's it's really interesting I, a lot of people are looking at this time and in, in you know various ways like some people are using it to catch up on all the things that they would like to do but their nine to five keeps them from it some people are just completely checking out and and doing nothing some people aren't paying attention to the warnings and they're still outside on the block like it's yeah. like it's a it's a regular weekend so um but we've, we've seen You know, coronavirus, COVID-19, get a lot closer to us. New York City has the most cases. There are a lot of cases uh, around my neighborhood in New Jersey as well. Um, And I think, um, you know, it's – if if you're not taking it seriously now, especially seeing that people beyond – the you know older people who they said were vulnerable to it or young children you know with with their uh, with their compromised immune systems. Now that we're seeing people our age kind of contracting it, it's like all right. Yeah. Now you know we we, we should really just chill. Like especially if we want to be able to get back outside eventually. Um, I'm definitely hoping for a, a fun summer. I'm thinking about my, my birthday, June 25th, <laughs> and what I might be doing. Right. <sighs> turning twenty five through a zoom happy hour is not ideal bro i, I that's not it's not all on my list of things to do, but hey,
1: I mean people ain't trying to flatten this curve I mean yeah, I've seen it <laughs> people have been outside just man I was at the grocery store the other day and just like you know there's a lot of people you see it's kind of like two sides of the spectrum in New York, which is so fascinating to me it's something everyone knows it's happening period you can't mm-hmm. act like you don't know what's happening right. Um, and there's some people who are taking it really, like, re- being respectful of it. So, from the standpoint of, like, you know, wearing a mask or, you know, distancing and, wearing gloves, so on and so forth. Like, if people don't have a mask, they have gloves. If they have, you know, gloves, they don't have masks. whatever it is. Some people are taking the, the necessary measures. And then you just see people in a grocery store just normal, just regular, touching on everything, just coughing, <laughs> just just being, I'm just like, you know, y'all, y'all have no heightened awareness. I've seen people outside just on a block, just hanging out. Like, people, Casual. Are, <laughs> some people just don't care about it. And it's it's just really interesting to see, man. But, um, you know, yeah. Still we rise, still we rise, and still we sanitize, still we rise indeed. So. Yeah.
0: so, with that said, thank you for anyone who's tuning in, any first-time listeners, any returning listeners. Whether you like Purell or Germex, whether you're a Lysol or Clorox, um, Clorox. Uh, advocate, drums a uh, Clorox. Wow, Clorox. Thank you, Whoa. Um drums. There we go. No, no drops. So I'm just going in natural moves, no, I guess. Get the drops. Man. We, <laughs> we 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 going to insert the drops. Uh, drums are flat. Sweet potato pie. Or pumpkin pie. Confessions one. Confessions two. Or the confessions three snippet. Tory Lanes or Drake controller. PS4 or Xbox. Whether you have a quarantine or not. And whether or not you are wearing gloves and a mask, um, we are. I'm, I'm live from my bedroom. Nick is live from his apartment. So we want to give a big shout out to our landlords per, for providing us these spaces. Um, shout out to my parents for paying the rent. Uh, Nick shouts out his his roommates and himself for paying their rent. You know, mm-hmm. who, even if even if we are quarantined and working from home and not getting the pay that we typically. Yeah, you know, we're still out here handling our bills, so uh, keeping the roofs over our heads. Um, Shout out to Anchor, our distribution platform. If you do not know, Anchor will distribute your podcast for free to various platforms, and you can get some sponsored ads regardless of your listenership. Let's get into the chat, man. We haven't been able to talk music for uh, a, a few weeks now, so we've got we've got a good amount of things that have released. Um, the Weeknd dropped his album, After Hours, last Friday. Uh, I really, really enjoyed that. I actually put out a review on it uh, this, pa- uh, this past week. Uh, 14 songs, no features, production by Metro Boomin' Max Martin. Um, Max Martin. Yeah, he's he's he, he he's dope. He was he was a part of uh, Beauty Behind the Madness. He he, he had a lot of uh, credits on that album, mm-hmm. and we've seen he's he's been very instrumental in the weekend taking his sound to the next level. Um, but I, I think Weekend gave a, a little something for, for all of his fans here. You know, there there's there's that segment of of his listeners who fell in love with him because of House of Balloons and Echoes of Silence mm-hmm. and Trilogy and. And they've kind of been chasing that, that feeling ever since. And then he's got some, some newer fans who came into the, the fold, you know, with booty behind the madness or Starboy. And you listen to, to after hours and it feels like a very natural progression right. throughout his career where he's still giving you those, those huge records that kind of appeal more mainstream, but then he's got those kind of deeper moody cuts that are sound more like, you know, the old weekend that we would like. So yeah, no, there was, there was something for everyone here. I, I really, really like this project um i'm I'm not going to rank it yet in his discography just because it's been over a week but it's it's definitely up there for me um kissland is my least favorite project of his and, and it's still a really good project and uh, I, I like this better than that so I will say that um did you get a chance to, to hear weekend yet
1: you know what's funny? I, I you know how I listen to albums. So I can I only yeah. listen until I can sit down and listen to it straight through. Of course, I've heard like of course simple you know little snippets. Hanging out with R and whatnot in the studio. Shout out R, um, he's in the studio. He played me a few things, um, and so I list I've heard it, and so I already know what mm-hmm. the sound is going based on like what people have said. I'm already knowing where the yeah. sound was going. Like I'm sure he want it's what from what it sounds like. Obviously, I have to listen, but people have said mm-hmm. that it's kind of like it's as if he's trying to go back to old weekend with the no features and everything like that, but doing it in this, you know, this pop lane. Now he's a pop artist. And I think people, you got, mm-hmm. you guys got to like come to terms with that. <laughs> the dude is a pop <laughs> artist. He's, he's been out of here since 50 shades joint. So like, right. That's, that's just what he does. Um, and I think he always had that dream of, you know, pushing his sound into the mainstream, into the light like that and making it widely. Yeah. Presented. I mean, so, well, why wouldn't you? I mean, well, I mean, some artists, you know, like don't have necessarily either, the capacity or necessarily the desire to do that—that's um, true. So, yeah. No, the weekend. Give all all props and love to the weekend for you know daring. Because also it's like you know sometimes it's. I'm sure he feels like, or people have made the comments about you know him not being necessarily a traitor, but you know making a sound that doesn't necessarily appeal to us or whatever that means. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so I'm I'm a, I'm proud of him to you know push that into the mainstream and, and to be doing that. I'm saying I'm proud of him, like I know him, but you know what it
0: is. Yeah, you know. What it is. <laughs> Do, you know he's he's gotten a lot of michael jackson comparisons i mean that's do, who you, and it's I, obvious is that his yeah his right no of course uh wh- what my question was gonna be is like do you feel like michael ever dealt with a- any critiques like that uh, through his career because he's he's called the king of pop like.
1: yeah right i'm sure he did at certain points but the thing is is that like michael's michael's Quote unquote pop is still very soulful. It's still very funky. It's danceable. It's kind of like True. just good. Like it's just like overall neutral in that mm-hmm. way. You know what I'm saying? But. Mm-hmm. Definitely soulful and people also don't realize that right. like, Michael Jackson also faced a lot of like discrimination and stuff like when it came mm-hmm. to like the off the wall video and like putting it on MTV and stuff like that like he, re- he received discrimination people forget about Michael Jackson being discriminated against like as a black mm. artist kind of coming into the pop light like he's just such a big star you couldn't contain him to genres you couldn't contain him to you know urban or whatever that means I think that's just a politically correct to say way to say the N word but whatever. <laughs> um, so, you know, um, I I just I'm sure he did receive those critiques, but his music was just so good and was just so widely put to everyone. Right. Like, you can't tell me that Don't Stop Till You Get Enough ain't funky, but also could be played in like, you know, the Rainbow Room. where Starbucks. <laughs> <at a conference. laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it could be played anywhere. Like, it's just kind of yeah. how his music was. It's just overall good. It, didn't, it yeah. surpassed the idea of genres to me
0: yeah no for that's a good point no it was just a random question that popped up um But um, yeah, one thing I really like, just to take it back and close on The weekend's album, uh, the, the the sequencing of it. He pushed a lot of his singles towards the back half of the album. We didn't get to Heartless until track seven. And then Blinding Lights was track nine. And After Hours was track 13. So we got six new songs before we got to the singles. And I'm realizing as a listener these days, I'm starting to treat the singles kind of like rest stops where okay. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of listen through. And and like check out the track list and see okay so like I I have this this much new music to consume and kind of you know like uh, check out for for this or that or before I, I I get to a single and I can kind of recalibrate myself and then get ready for something something else new so yeah like I said we got to take in six new songs where we got to heartless but I'm
1: the transitions
0: hearted. yeah no and I was gonna say the transitions were so good that rather than looking at the, the the singles like okay I'm, I'm I'm gonna take a break from like my super active deep listening like i, I kind of got more into the music because things were just arranged so well like the sounds just weaved in t- into each other so fluidly so yeah kudos to kudos to the weekend and everyone who was involved with putting the album together um after i was very very good um canada as a whole has been has been blessing us musically this past weekend finally you guys know i was very um emotionally <laughs> uh, messed up uh, after th- after this guy was taking some time to drop but party next door finally dropped party mobile um it is a it was a 15 track project um features from drake and bad bunny on uh loyal and the loyal remix and then rihanna popped up for her first piece of new music since 2017 um that was really really exciting for for everyone uh the track was the track was dope Uh, Rihanna just did did the hook And did some harmonies with Party on the first verse But they sounded really well singing together We know they've had a long working relationship He's been writing for Rihanna since Around 2015, 2016 With Work, Sex With Me And then then he wrote Wild Thoughts Um, And Yeah man, so just that project Overall really didn't disappoint me Um, And I will admit, I think a part of my enjoyment for it was because I've been waiting so long. Like, I'll I'll definitely be honest about that. But (laughs) I've been I've been I've been listening to the project nonstop uh, this past weekend. And it's it's definitely up there for me. Um, You know, there have been people talking about how their issues with the project was that it doesn't sound like you know party next door one weekend party next door two weekend and yeah. my 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 response to that is party next door one came out in 2013 when the weekend was 19 years old he's 26 years old now it is 2020 the he's been in different party. relationships I'm, I'm sorry party you're I'm like- <laughs> right party. um <laughs> but um parties he's 26 now he's been in different relationships he moved from uh, Toronto to LA he's he's driving different cars now his, his life is different <laughs> he's and, in a tax bracket that's so different. and like yeah and with and with his life different with him collaborating with with various other artists throughout his career you know we've seen him embrace his Caribbean roots more and make more Caribbean music and you know I I I can definitely understand people who have this certain co- connection To artists debut projects because you know it's it's like your introduction to them and and it's especially like quality music like what party was doing at the beginning of his career but you know i just don't think we should expect people to be the same way that they that they always are like we 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 change as people every six months to a year like it's been seven years yeah you know i don't get it I don't yeah. What is it with y'all?
1: Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. I don't mean to cut you off, but it just this is really something because I was last night. I was watching. Um, I watched two docs. I watched the Clive Davis doc, which everyone, if you call yourself doing music, you need to watch that documentary on Netflix. Clive Davis' story. If mm-hmm. you don't know his name, please figure that out. Figure it out expeditiously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched the Lady Gaga one. It was to your point of like, why? What is what is it with y'all in expecting artists to just give you the same stuff over and over and over? Because like there's one artist that comes to mind that does that future like future gives Mm -hmm. you the same stuff over and over and over and over you know what to expect from him right and then people say Mm -hmm. oh you know this sounds like the same he hasn't evolved it hasn't evolved but then when artists give you evolving projects over time y'all y'all you know debating between sounds and whatnot man like people like Armand said like people are changing every so often like Music is supposed to change, but the point of the Gaga interview, she was like, you know, explaining how much stress she was going under for her last project, Joanne, um, which was an amazing project, but it was a departure from her older sound of, like, you know, the very like, uh, ostentatious, grandiose Gaga with, you know, shocking you know, music videos, shocking this, shocking that. And it's just very, like, honest music. Her, her her drip for the, you know, the whole look of it was very, like, simple, kind of, like, 60s rocker kind of girl, like, mm-hmm. everything like that. It was, just, it was very open and clean, but that's where she was in her life. And so, like, people right. have to remember, like, these projects are reflections of where people are at in their life. Like, mm-hmm. y'all want a sound from someone, but maybe they've had a drastic life experience that has, like, it changed the way they view music where they view life whatever and so now they're articulating that through their art like y'all gotta let artists be artists and trust that they're gonna give you what you even like them for in the in the first place like listening to older Gaga Mm -hmm. and then listening to that some of the songs on that project you hear her but now you hear her vocals shining more you hear like oh no she sing sing like oh no she play play like she's playing and singing and her pen is out of this world like so yeah. you have to understand like it's like y'all gotta let artists mature too. Like party one is nineteen year old party. He's twenty six. Mm-hmm. He's living different. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying he got you know, a few more hairs on his chin, he got a few more dollars <laughs> in his bank account, he got a few more yeah, you know quite probably, a few more. Uh, probably a few more bodies. Like if we're being honest, like he, <laughs> he has experienced life. Like y'all, how you how you twenty six or how you want nineteen year old music from a twenty six year old? Like, that don't make sense. Stop this. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm ranting today. Yeah. I'm no,
0: no. It's, hey, man, we're, we're, we're potting. It's quarantine potting. Um, so, yeah, man, uh, I, I want to give some favorite projects from those, uh, favorite tracks from those projects for y'all in case you haven't checked them out yet. Uh, for After Hours, uh, Snow Child, Escape from L.A., Repeat After Me. And then from Party Mo- uh, Party Mo- Mobile, um, I would say Savage Anthem touch me and trauma so yeah really strong projects for for, from these canadians um i want to talk about the the bad bunny video as well uh that dropped and he man he is really just one he's exposing a lot of men who aren't comfortable with themselves um and i say that because i was reading the timeline when the video dropped out, you know, like he he dresses as a woman in the video, mm-hmm. and like he's got like boobs, I'm like it's 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 it was pretty convincing. Like if like if, if you if you, just if you didn't quick, know you really would not know if you don't know yeah. me, it's like you would not
1: know it was is not a uh, woman. Yeah.
0: Yeah, honestly, but I saw a lot of men just like like why is he dressing like a, a girl and all this and like it, it was it was similar to what people were saying when when Lil Yachty dressed up like Oprah. I'm just like, why does that matter to you? This, like
1: my, my thing is this: what like. is.
0: How is that affecting you? <laughs> People have to
1: mean Okay, I got one move. Big Mama's house, Nutty Professor, <laughs> like Medea. B- Medea. Um. What What are the others like? It is. It's acting. It's art. It's jokes. Like he's joking in the video. Also, and your pareo saw that was which we were talking about. Bad Bunny's news track.
0: Yeah.
1: He. He also is like himself in the video. Like, he's joking around. Like, it even shows him catching a dub on himself. Like, it's, he's joking, y'all. You know? Like, and I think people are just, don't like, people think, take things too seriously and don't understand when it's just, like, lighthearted, just joking around. Like, he obviously, yeah. like, like, I mean, I think he, I, from what we see, he identifies as a man. Like, um, he, he, he's just, you know, being creative. And I just, I don't understand why people aren't letting artists be creative. Like, especially with the little Yachty thing. I, when I finally watched it, I was just like, y'all really tripping over this. Like you can see Yachty. It's obviously a joke. He just has a wig on. I just didn't understand why they were doing that. So like, yeah, y'all got to, I'm sick of (laughs) y'all. Sick of (laughs) y'all.
0: Over it. (laughs) Um, Let's let's move on before Nick starts cursing all out. Um, Giveon Giveon dropped his debut EP, uh, Take Time, this Friday. I did not get a chance to get to that yet because I've been stuck on the the party. But but Giveon has maybe in the last like month has become this this really rising sensation you know he got the really good look on chicago freestyle with drake uh heartbreak anniversary his single is out that's really good like i want you is out he's he's got like four loose tracks that have been out and then he just dropped the project um but i've seen really really good reviews from it so far he's got he's got a unique voice like the things that he can do with his voice it's he's unique definitely voice is standing out yeah yeah voices yeah through.
1: that's why we like samfa and i think drake has an ear for that too like, oh for sure. The people that Drake picks, like he, he picks a, a lot of UK soul artists, which is interesting, too, mm-hmm. like R and like B. So, but his reach is bigger. Like his market and his pool of people that he can select from is way bigger than your average artist. So, duh. But yeah, a lot of his people are UK people. Georgia, um, you know, Sampha uh give on mm, all really these people cool that he skeptic. puts uh, on. Yes. Yeah, so are there a lot of yeah. like a you know people out of that side of the world. Um and they're doing great things. So but yeah, I just in general, I think like unique voices cut through. That's and I think hey, I like his voice. His voice is very haunting. Like, I love it. Yeah it's really interesting. Um at first when I first yeah. heard a few notes I was like, ooh, this is interesting, but it makes you listen duh. So yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he kind of reminds me of Brent Fias a little bit. Just 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 a little bit. Really? Um yeah like slightly and not not that they have like, like, I, I don't think that their sounds are exactly the same, but, but I think the unique melodies and like harmonies that, that they do kind of fall within the same. I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I, I don't have like a label or a classification for it, uh-huh. but, but when I first heard Giveon, for some reason, I, I I I thought of Sompho, of course, and then I also thought of Brett. Okay. So that's yeah. interesting. Not I'm, for me. Go I'm going to think ahead. about that one a little more. Yeah, no, for me, uh, it was
1: like immediately I just thought of like just so I imagine listening to his his like his performance in like the deep south, like just being somewhere yeah. just like just bluesy, just, you know, the scene in, in Queen and Slim where they go to the um they go to that bar and they're trying to they just dance, you know, because they're like, why not? We might we may just, you know, get caught anyways. And they go into that bar. I don't know if you remember that scene, but anyways,
0: you're gonna boo me because I, I I haven't seen Queen and Slim yet. Um, so Armand, hang, yeah. Arman. <laughs> <laughs> hang on.
1: Hang <laughs> on. Anyways,
0: oh, wow. all right. Yeah.
1: So anyways, y'all, for those who are with me who have seen Queen and Slim, <laughs> the Gibeon's voice instantly the visual that took me to is like some sort of like you know just deep south like deep south blues club where they playing blues like old blues and like i imagine his voice like that's what I here it's just so earthy soulful um raw that's what i that's what i uh, was immediately reminded of <sighs> arman don't get me started today sir <laughs>
0: hey man i told you i told you don't don't judge me man i i'm i'm, I'm doing the best i can but anyways we're gonna move forward um yeah so One thing that we've noticed with this quarantine is that it's gotten a lot of people doing creative things. Um, And we've seen uh, beat battles done before, but now that we can't be congregating together publicly, uh, these beat battles have transitioned to Instagram Live. So we Mm -hmm. saw Timbaland and and Switch Beats kick it off. Uh, And then we had Boy Wanda and Hit Boy and then Sean Garrett and The Dream last night, uh, um, this past weekend, had a very interesting songwriter battle. Now, most of these have been pretty convincing victories uh, in my mind. Timberland washed Swizz, Boy Wanda swa- washed Hit Boy, and the, the Dream washed Sh- Sean Garrett. Uh, people disagree with me, and that's fine. But, you know, the these exposed a few things to me. One, some producers shouldn't be handed the, the, the aux. Like, Swizz didn't know what uh, of his own stuff to play. And it was just like, bro, like, you've got this incredible catalog and to Timbaland's like hit it kind of giving you these alley-oops where you could come and play like a crazier banger right. and you're just kind of not doing it. And, and it was the same with, with Boy Wonder and Hit Boy. And Boy Wonder has the luxury of producing so many of Drake's songs. It was like, you know, regardless of what Hit Boy played, Boy Wonder could just come out with a Drake song. But what we saw in that battle was it's, it's not even about the, the, the songs you have and exactly. who is on them. It's, a, it's about knowing what to play and and when cuz people aren't really able to evaluate beats through Instagram live like the sound quality is isn't good enough. Rory was talking about this on the Joe Budden podcast this past weekend. But so it's really just about following up a certain song with another song like hit like hit, hit boy play something by Pusha T and the boy wonder immediately came with Dumpy freestyle by Drake. That that's just like, you know, that, that that immediately brings people back to that battle. It brings it back to brings them back to how impactful it's that curation. song was. So yeah, exactly. It's, it's like making a playlist almost, but you've got a crowd there in the comments kind of g- going crazy. DJ. Um, but, uh, go ahead. It's yeah, exactly. DJ. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much. Now, Sean Garrett versus the Dream, that got <laughs> weird because prior to it, they were really exchanging some very personal jabs at one another. <laughs> and I was like, yo, is this battle actually going to happen or are they going to fight each other? Um, and the battle end, ended up happening, but Sean Garrett was clearly very inebriated, and I didn't know if he was treating the battle like a songwriter's battle or him auditioning for <laughs> one of Boozy's IG lives with one of the various women who've been on there twerking. Like, I, I really don't know what Sean Garrett yeah. had on his biscuit, but he was he was wildin'. He was definitely wildin', and he got washed. <laughs>
1: She, she I, I, I kind of feel like we wanted the same. Absolutely
0: not. <laughs> oh no, no 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 no. For those who didn't see it, mm. um, uh,
1: when they were on live, yeah, So basically, you know, Sean Garrett is. Uh, for those who don't know, Sean Garrett, um, the pen. He goes by Sean Garrett the pen. He's a guy. He's a songwriter in the industry, pretty known. If he's like, a, if you know, you know, guy. He's written a lot of songs for like Mario. He's written for B. He's written for all types of people. And then the mm-hmm. dream is the dream. You know him as the artist and also as the songwriter. His credits are innumerable. Like, <laughs> they go on, on and on and on. Um, and so they they played songs, like, similar to a beat battle, but songs that they had penned themselves. And, yeah, it was just, like, you know, Sean was on some... He was obviously off something. Did you see the part where Swiss called him and said, yo,
0: bro, you Yeah, he need some, some water? water. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like... There were a lot of people in, in, in the comments concerned. They were like, yo, are you all right? Like, you get out the camera and all that. Like, because people are actually vibing to the songs. But when, when you in the camera with your tongue all out and stuff, like, this <laughs> is very uncomfortable. Like, and it was You, you can't studied. turn off the video. Yeah, it was. It was. It was, was. Kevin like, Rowland
1: was in there. Timbaland was in it. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody was in there, like, commenting and, and just wilding out on Sean, too. Like, saying, this, this yeah. thing is whack. They're saying this and that. I'm like, yo, what in the world? but we
0: did we did get some interesting gems from these like uh the dream played the original demo for for, for holy grail that that he cut before justin timberlake got on it that was sounding really good uh boy wanda played an unreleased drake and roddy rip song hit boy played an unreleased big sean and nipsey hustle song um so there's there's some heat that that could be coming that I'm, I'm looking forward to, but we have to give credit to the guy who kind of kicked all of this Instagram live stuff off. DJ D nice went like three or four days in a row with a nine hour DJ set for, for the people. Cause we were really struggling that first weekend in quarantine. Like I, I think that was when I saw people at their worst, just, you know, p- putting up videos of, of old videos of them dancing at day parties and saying they miss outside and stuff. Well, DJ D nice created a, old school black function for us like he he killed it and a lot of people put up there michelle obama was there um i think oprah was there um a lot of a lot of legendary public figures in and out of the culture pulled up so shout out to him for doing that and all, all of these people for providing this entertainment for us but it hasn't been just instagram tiktok is running up a bag with this quarantine i i have never seen so many different challenges and trends and mm. we, we, we got the savage challenge mm. we got the something new challenge we got levi high we got just people's creativity is coming out in in quarantine <laughs> and it's 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 been enjoyable to see I'm, I'm i'm waiting for you to to uh tap into the old vine days bro what's going on
1: man uh, you know, it's funny, people, though, for those who don't know, I, I had once upon a time, y'all remember Vine, I had a Vine that did some numbers. Um, it was like a spark of insp- on the beat. It was a spark of inspiration. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. I just did it like my and then, and, and, you know, it just went up like that's kind of like the way a lot of stuff happens, like, you know, that goes up. I'm just not a person that to sit here and try to craft funny content when I know I'm not like my my humor is niche humor, like. You won't mm-hmm. like my humor unless you know you really know me or whatever. Like I just don't consider myself like the, a funny person in that way. So, yeah, that's TikTok ain't for me in that regard. But I do want to get into it as an artist and starting to you know yeah. like put some stuff because I think there's like a music TikTok and like people are into it. and People are doing stuff and it's cool. So it's yeah. the new wave. You got to get on the wave or get left on shore. So I'm getting on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now something interesting and this uh this could be a half and half in, in itself but um one thing that a lot of people w- were were saying when this quarantine first started was that this is the perfect time for to drop music everyone's home ev- everyone's doing nothing so streaming is gonna blow up and a report came out recently that streaming numbers are actually down i believe it was either 8 percent or 12 percent, and it's, you know, it, it's been fascinating to a lot of people. It's like, yo, like people have nothing to do. Like they're just sitting home. Like, well, why aren't they listening to music? And and you and I spoke about this and, and you actually had a pretty interesting take on it related to, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that because people aren't going outside to events, they, they aren't going to parties, they aren't driving, they aren't commuting. Like that's where uh, the majority of people's music listening happens or, or going to the gym, something like that. So when, when there are less opportunities for people to be passively listening to music, that that plays into streaming going down. So it, 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 it makes total sense um, uh, when, when you consider those factors. But now it's like as an artist, I want to ask you, like, are you like, would you drop music at, at this time? I mean honestly i think I think this is a good
1: time per se to release music because you do have there's a lot of attention, but then at the same time, it's like I'll go on i g and then like everybody and their mama and their cousin are going live and doing whatever mm-hmm. they're doing, you know, which is kind of cool at the same time too, but i mean it's it's making people tune in like for example, I was saying uh when we were talking what was that yesterday when we were talking about like IG live kind of being like from way back when we were kids. If you missed it, you missed it type thing. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of creating this thing that we don't have in this culture nowadays when everything's instant access and then it's on YouTube or somewhere you can go access it again. It's creating moments where it's like, if you weren't there, like you got to hear about it. You know what I'm saying? Because like a few of the IG lives I missed and I had to catch up because there were just, you know, a few snippets, but I was like, dang, I wish I was there. And there's some IG lives that I've caught. Like, and I'm like, wow, this Mm -hmm. is amazing. This is great. Like I saw Eric Bellinger. Um, he wrote an entire song on IG Live and recorded it and was, like, taking people's submissions for, like, lines. They were writing. He was writing it with the audience. I thought that was dope. Um, But I think, I I guess it is a good time to listen. But the point is, you know, that music is social. And so, like, we think about, like, a lot of people listen passively. A lot of people listen either in the car. People listen, like, just going out to places, whatever it is, on the way to the train. Things, you know, when people are sitting down, most times they're going to put on something that is... You know if they're not cleaning the house, they're probably not gonna put on music unless you're a music head. Like a lot of people, like we were talking, giving the example, like when people are are in the smoke break together, like are smoking together, there's most of the time there's always gonna be music on, and so that's why I feel like you know it may be, I don't, I can't see it as a bad time because it never really like there's never really a good time. You know what I'm saying? Like, who are you competing against? You're always competing against yourself truthfully, but I think now mm-hmm. it's a good time to, you know, cut through. Just don't put out no more quarantine and chill stuff. Quarantine. None of that. <laughs> don't make no play of quarantine, social distance. None of that. just put out music. Like, like yeah. how corny. I yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> uh, the, the, the one the one good thing is all of the like reclusive artists who don't like to go outside and don't like press runs. This is a good time to release music because there's nowhere to perform. There's nowhere to really get interviewed unless it's IG live or, you know, a live stream of something. There's no meet and greets. No, no, you know, just like the, there's, there's really nothing you can do besides put the music out and like tweet about it. So that's, that's one positive for, for the artists who aren't as social. So dang, maybe Frank Ocean might pop up. With something who knows um right, right, right. <laughs> but uh what you sipping on bro
1: man i'm sipping on just some regular joint you know i'm sipping on some great uh throat coat tea i've been doing a lot of reference singing and stuff like that making working on my next project or whatnot so i needed some of that um throat coat tea is great for you. if you're a singer you're a public speaker someone who just screams a lot uses their voice it is great for you, you use a slippery um chicory root all types of things um to help us you know what is that uh lozenge. What is it? A lozenge, the throat.
0: Lozenge, yeah.
1: <laughs> Whatever. I don't know if it's a verb. I don't know if you can lozenge. But anyways, um, yeah, so today's half and half is coming from our amazing. This is still this is still women's three months. Corona or That's not, a it's still women's history month, y'all. So this is uh, from the amazing, the incredible Amy X Wang. Thank you, Amy. Amy, I hope to meet you one day. You've given us many a half and half, many a half. So and much half. content. Uh, and so this, the half and half, is coming from Amy out of the Rolling Stone, is saying the coronavirus stimulus bill gives the music industry a fighting chance. So for those who don't know, there is a Corona stimulus bill, uh, stimulus bill that was passed by the government. Um, and so the user, uh, as of March 27th the US House of Representatives have they've approved the stimulus package and they sent it to the president's desk for final passage hopefully this is going to provide some relief um, what this is going to do in this two, uh, two trillion relief package is going to encapsulate um, self-employed musicians songwriters and music support crew who make under 100k annually so it basically allows them and makes them eligible to pro- to apply for relief grants and loans, um, which as they call emergency economic uh, injury disaster loans or EIDL grants, um, which is really huge, honestly, because a lot of independent artists, a lot of indie artists, and we talked about this on other half half, hands, like they thrive off of live shows. That's, I mean, your favorite artist is making money nowadays. It's not really off of streaming. It's off the experiences and going to, you know, tour their music and so people are losing a bag, seriously. A lot of these musicians that are playing with your favorite artists and bands, they work for themselves. They're independent contractors. There is no unemployment check. There's none of that. Like, if they don't work, they don't eat. And so when nobody's working, how are they eating? And so this is going to be really, really Uh, This is really, really great that they encapsulated musicians and also also support crew, too. So like if you're a sound person, if you're, you know, working for a venue, so on and so forth, if you qualify under that one hundred thousand threshold, you qualify for uh, applying for these loans. I want to give a special shout out to uh, Bart Herbison, who's the executive director of the Nashville Songwriters Association International or uh, NSAI. He was a huge proponent of this bill. Um, He got together with some other people, specifically when he called. uh, He called Ted Deutsch, who's a rep out of uh, Florida. He's the chair of the Songwriters Caucus, which I didn't know existed. This was a group uh, within the U.S. House of Representatives that handles the music industry concerns. So they had been when they were discussing the coronavirus. uh, uh, stimulus package and everything like that, trying to re- give some help for this pandemic that we are experiencing. Um, they, you know, the Songwriters Caucus said, "Oh, wait, this could, this is going to affect the music industry," and so I'm glad they spoke up. Uh, we had some other players involved with this, namely uh, Senator uh, Marshall Blackburn, who also helped, you know, with the Senate's division, uh, Senate's version of of Deutsche's efforts, um, and got together with a few other members of Congress, and they made sure that this was inclusive of people working in the music industry which is really really amazing so i want to you know say a special thank you to those people who worked on this uh, from the songwriters caucus and all of our government officials who worked towards including people of the music industry who are truthfully suffering from this this pandemic so that's that's my shout out yeah. to them
0: yeah, that's a major, um, like you said, a lot of people losing bags and a lot of people losing bags that we might not be thinking about who are losing bags. So um, any way that we can support and it's really dope that they have uh, this the Songwriters Caucus um, with, I, I, I didn't know that that existed either. So that's really cool that they've got that group of people who can kind of be a task force in situations like these. So yeah, shout out to them. Uh, let's jump into the employee of the week. As Nick said, it is still stay busy women's history month. So I want to give a big shout out to my homegirl DJ who dat.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yes. Who dat? Who dat?
0: <laughs> um, DJ who dat, otherwise known as Kim amazing girl. Um, I met her a couple years ago. Um, I actually interviewed her around 2018. Uh, she DJs in New York City frequently, all of those like underground events. But she's been at SOBs and um, and she's also uh DJed for for Gunna uh, at one of his live shows. Um, what she does uh, in her sets, which I really like, is she plays a lot of. Uh, undiscovered music like not not the most not the most mainstream stuff that that you would go out expecting to hear or that you would go up to a dj and, and request but she's always looking to put people on to new stuff and to put on uh the uh certain artists who she feels deserve that platform so uh i'm definitely looking forward to catching her uh live again um, i can't remember which which show i saw her do but um yeah, she, she was she was real dope so she did go to cornell yes she Shout went to out. cornell I don't know how big it yes. Was yes. I don't yes. Know of yeah. course. Yeah. So shout out to her, DJ Who Gang. Gang. <clears throat> all right. It is time for us to slide, and so. The best song was the single. All right. Um. It is still stay busy. Women's History Month, as we said. We've got some women's slides, women's deep cuts for you. What'd you bring for us today?
1: I have found an amazing artist. I really enjoy her music. I binged all of her content on YouTube. This is Tattoo Tears by Isla, produced by (laughs) Cadis. And, uh, she was fire She was um, great I really love this song This uh, So um, I was I was talking to uh, This lady Shout out to Melissa Jones I was talking to Melissa And she was like Yo check out this producer I want to You know Introduce you to our, These people that I'm working with And She sent me Isla stuff And I was like Dang This is fire And then I started like Listening and watching The girl's young She's dope Um, She's out of L.A. And really creates like this kind of like that pop that it's pop, but it's layered in R&B. Um, you hear her vocals and the way she goes. And uh, I love the production on this with the flutes in the beginning and everything like that. It's just a really good song. Mm-hmm. So uh, I wanted to y'all to experience Isla. I think she's dope. I think she's up next. She's signed to uh, Empire. So hopefully she's, she keeps going and doing her thing. But yeah, shout out to you, Isla. I love the sound. Katis, too.
0: That was dope, real dope I'ma throw, I got Floating uh, By Alina Baraz Featuring Khalid and this is produced by Cautious Clay Cautious Clay
1: (laughs) (laughs) Cautious (laughs) Clay My thoughts running up to the ceiling I'm swimming in everything you said I'm thinking about jumping in
0: instead I got you skinny, dipping deep inside my head It's yes, in the way You yes sir yeah um that is probably my favorite song from uh, alina's 2018 project color of you um i became a big khalid fan around that time too and he, mm-hmm. he was putting out a bunch of hard features he had that song he had on the way with uh black and ty dollar sign but i paid specific attention to this one uh this product as a whole is really really dope alina has a really beautiful voice and her voice complements khalid's kind of I, I i don't know i don't know a word to describe khalid's voice it, it's like it's it's soulful but i feel like soulful isn't even specific enough It's, it's like um, country it's, soulful. it's like yeah.
1: yeah I, th- I hear it as, like, I hear the twang when he pronounces certain words and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, obviously, it's not so country, but it, it seems like, truthfully, you know, like South, like, cause he's from El Paso mm-hmm. or whatever. But, um, yeah. It, I, I think he's, you know, he's one of those that has his own sound, you know, his voice immediately when you hear yeah. it. Um, but side note, cautious Clay is that guy, okay? Cautious mm-hmm. is, he's one, he's our age. And then, um, cautious produces for other people which i didn't know and until you show me this and then he also um has his own artistry the dude is amazing so shout out to you cautious keep doing your thing brother
0: yeah yeah i I see his name pop up on a lot of credits um so when when i looked this up and i heard the beat and like the beat of this song is really really dope so um i was like wow this makes this makes sense he's he's had his hand in a lot of dope work so um yes shout out to uh these artists and these deep cuts of course as, as you know our slide deck playlist is available on all platforms so hit up our instagram and twitter hit the link tree in the bio get it share it suggest some slides brother are you prepared for the board meeting today
1: yes 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 we are
0: all right. Uh so going along with the business theme of this podcast being that all businesses are closed for the most part and people are working from home, we do not have a traditional board meeting for you. Uh this week we had a fun time asking you all some questions through the social media. So I wanted to throw some of the questions out here on the episode and then ask Nick some of them as well. So let's jump into the first one. If someone asked you to send them the best album of 2015, what album are you sending them? Oh Sir. Oh, my
1: gosh. Dang, why you put me on the spot like that?
0: Major hip-hop, Wow, here. man,
1: you put me on the spot. Um, well, I can think off the top of my head, what I remember is it, it was a heavy hip-hop year. Um, oh, wait, 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 wait. Yes. <laughs> Free TC by it's Ty, Ty Dollar. Yeah, well, yeah, oh. obviously. No, Free TC by Ty Dollar. I ran that up over and over. Love that. Um, people also didn't know a reality show by Jasmine Sullivan came out that year. Um, mm. I'm. Let me think. What else that I can remember off the top? Wild Heart. I think was that right? Yeah, Wild Heart. But I didn't. Miguel. I didn't really, yes. I didn't really. Um, I wasn't. It, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't too. Intense. I like that project a lot. For my jazz heads, I don't know if y'all are out there, but I am. Um, Kamasi Washington's The Epic came out that year. I love that. Um, let me look up some more. Of course, the obvious ones, like I said, to Pimper Butterfly, Dirty Sprite, uh, if you're reading this too late. But honestly, I feel like my choice of that year, Like, if I was someone if someone was like, if like y'all ain't heard this, nah, listen to this, the Thai dollar drink. That's what I would have sent to somebody because it's musical as
0: well. Trap Soul 2 by Bryson Tiller. I forgot about that. Trap Soul. That was a moment. And Bar 6 by Young Thug. Compton. Yeah, 2015 wow. was Compton. Compton. Yeah, I That's think
1: I think push and uh push pack out into the front forefront, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was a year that arguably best year of the decade in terms of hip hop. I don't know, like to 2016 was also really really good too. Like a lot of the people who dropped in 2015 dropped in 2016, yeah, so. I don't know. But yeah, most of the popular answers we got from people were to pimple, butterfly, dirty Sprite 2, rodeo. A couple people mentioned, if you're reading, this is too late. Uh, most, a lot of people said it's life and yeah. So, Oh, and then the album about nothing by Wale sleeper answer. Uh, and summertime. Oh six by Vince staples. Yeah. Like the, 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 the more I read these tweets, the more I'm like, damn 2015 was, was that year in terms of, in terms of music. Okay. For for you personally, what was the best semester of college musically? Oh,
1: uh, I feel like the, the hard questions you had to be senior year, bro. Uh it's twenty
0: seventeen. Senior year when? uh spring seventeen.
1: No, fall sixteen. Going into uh, spring seventeen. Because what we got, we got yeah. Within that, and I mean, from that whole time period, of the, we had what more life? We had blonde. Damn, we had yeah, blonde. Oh my gosh, like that. we had um,
0: Starboy, Birds in the Trap, Sing McKnight, A Seat at the Table, you know what I'm saying? Um, Those were their Childish's people. album. You
1: know what I'm saying? Like, what do people on Twitter say?
0: Uh, a lot of well, we got different age ranges, answer so like their uh, yes, semester, yes. like, like, like some people w- would say, like. My, my junior spring but their junior spring might be different from my junior spring um a lot of people liked uh 2015 uh, as a whole of course as we just talked about with everything that dropped from a butterfly if you're reading this et cetera. Et cetera. i personally put spring 16 on on my list there we got um lemonade by beyonce rihanna annie we got Slime Season 3 by Young Thug, Views by Drake, Coloring Book. And then Spring 17, we got Culture, Damn, More Life, Rather You Than Me by Rick Ross. We got um, True to Self by Bryson Tiller. Gucci Mane dropped um, a project then. I, I, I forget the name of it. But, um, yeah. And then a lot of people like 2013, like Bands Make her Dance and... Uh, Basically, a bunch of the the speaker knocker stuff, 2013 and 2014. Um, okay, are you a playlist in, in uh, like let's let's say you wake you're waking up and you're throwing some music on while you do some daily activities. Are you a playlist person or do you put a certain album on?
1: I, it really depends for me. I feel like I'm more so like I put on I put on projects. I put on albums. Um, streams, mm-hmm. I feel like that. I think it's a useful, most of the time I'm trying to get through an album where I'm trying to just make sure I I put my ears to it. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think unless someone sends me a playlist, I mean, I make some, but they're like just purely for like a personal, like I have one that have songs that I'm learning to do for my repertoire. I have like ones that have like, I have like a soul and R&B deep cuts, like old joints. Um, But it's just, it's just like, it varies for me, but I think mostly I put on projects. What about yourself?
0: um yeah i my my morning commute just because it's so short like like when i first wake up i I might throw some gospel on but oh, no, i always um, do that but yeah but just because like I, i'm I, I don't know like i'm weird like I, I don't put music on like first thing when i wake up but exactly. my commute to work it's like, uh, I have, I have like a seven minute walk to the bus and like a seven minute bus ride. So I, I can only get like three or four songs in. So there's never a point to playing a project, um, which sucks because like, there's usually products that I want to check out, uh, that dropped the like midnight the night before, but I'm not going to have time to get through it. So I'm, I'm usually a playlist in the morning kind of guy too, but even then I, I don't really get through too many songs. Um, And we had a couple people drop some cool playlists or albums for people to check out. Shout out to my boy, Les. He dropped his playlist called Spring. It's on Apple Music. It's on our page. We'll post it again. Um, My boy, Shane, he dropped his EP, I Hear You. Uh, His name is Shane the Shaman. And then our friend uh, dropped an album called Pip by Pilot Perk. Hadn't heard that yet, but I will definitely tap in. So thank you to everyone who... Oh, a couple people more, actually. Uh, My friend, uh, Brianne, dropped a playlist called hexagon the social so yeah, there's some stuff here for y'all to check out um let's get into the next question um where is it okay so an interesting question uh we asked you're tasked with making a 10 song project it would be cool to go number one, sure, but you also want to craft a sound that blows people away and withstands the test of time, AKA becomes a classic. What producer or producers are you choosing? Would you go with one to produce your whole project or would you go with a mixed bag of producers? Now, I, I think you you as an R&B artist Boy. will have a, a, a different take than some hip hop artists. So I definitely want to know your answer to this one.
1: Oh my gosh, wow, um, wow, 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 wow. To make my dream project, my dream mm-hmm. project would be like fifteen songs and it's of course I, I gotta call my heroes in. Like I'm calling in R less, I'm calling in Pharrell, I'm cal- I'm calling in um then I think who would I want so far as like songwriter like and I think I might call in like like a wild card, like to just to offset their their sounds. I might call in like a um like a Mike Dean or somebody. Like mm. Like calling someone that's gonna just just give me some edge to the, the all of that 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 stuff, but I mean, just right there, I have my hands full with you know just a Pharrell and and R. Less. That's gonna be an amazing, interesting-sounding project, and then combining with my musician too. Oh my gosh, man, dang! And I feel like I'm not even like utilizing this to like the best of its ability, but like or like because there's such a there's such a wide array of producers out there, but. I would love to work with, you know, them for a specific like an R and B project. Nah, like for mm-hmm. those two. And and then like have some production but with Mike Dean. Nah. That would be crazy to me.
0: Yeah. Nah, I would I would bring in Stevie Wonder for the for the flute. I would bring in <laughs> really, James Blake. He plays everything, he some... like, he played a harmonica though harmonica i'm bugging wow i said flute. harmonica i'm bugging but, harmonica but any who hoo, hoo. um see i'm bringing in stevie i'm bringing in james blake for some background vocals i'm bringing in division for some background vocals i'm bringing in fauna to write i'm bringing in neo to write um i, I want fit Pharrell to produce i want timbo to do a beat or two of course i'm bringing in 40 um and, and and this is me thinking like like a hip hop uh, project, but with you know with some some dope soul samples, um, and and some R and B influence because I know R and B has my heart. Um, but yeah, I, th- I, th- I thought this was a fun question to to ask. And a couple people uh, threw out their responses. We got Pharrell and, and Rico Love. Uh, another person said Timbo, Kanye West, and London on the track. Uh, yeah, um, duh, duh, duh. But it's like, I want some yeah. obscure choices. You know what I'm saying? Like. We got Wheezy Ludwig Gorans. I, I don't know how to pronounce that. Ludwig Goranson uh, He's he's the L- dude behind L- all childish
1: stuff. All of most of the childish stuff. He did the Black Panther score. He did. Uh, he made This Is America. He did Redbone. Like he's that guy.
0: Okay. And then we got uh, Ozy Ilmind, uh, e- e- Emil Haney. Uh, another person said Timbaland, Jimmy Jam, and Terry Lewis. That would be We got Q Tip. Yeah, that we got Q-tip, Eric Sermon, Pete Rock. Someone said mustard. Yeah, you can't sleep on mustard. Now that I sleep think on Think about
1: mustard. it. I I want to change my answer. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna think okay. about this, and we're gonna re- revisit this for next week. Um, but I dang, yeah, no, nah, and I want some obscure choices. I feel like we should do this. So y'all need to pick a producer, one executive producer, like one executive producer, and then like. A pseudo, like a an assist, not an assistant or a secondary producer that would be more so providing like the beats and different you know production and stuff like that. But one producer who like crafts the sound, overall sound. Then one who's like assisting, you know, co-production, and then give me a songwriter, like a songwriter. In addition to yourself, obviously, that's what I would think is a good one.
0: Okay, sounds like a fun project. We over report back next week. <laughs> um yeah so those are all the for the most part well we also asked people what they felt party next door's best intro was just leading up to the album um a lot of people said welcome to the party from party next door one i had the unpopular opinion of peace of mind from colors Two. that's from his 2017 ep um you guys can debate me on that we can debate physically we can debate verbally whatever you prefer um but I'm, i'm i'm sticking with peace of mind there um we also got news that Big Sean, he, he, he officially announced Detroit 2. Uh, his album is coming. Um, and we posted about that. There were a lot of people excited about that. He played like five snippets through that um, video. And those were all sounding really good. Um. So yeah, and and we spoke about uh, Big Sean's uh, pull up interview with um, Joe Budden a couple weeks ago, and it's cool to see where where he's at mentally. You know the work that he's been doing with Janae, and I I, I think his album is going to be really good. So, um, I think our next trivia question is going to be what people feel Big Sean's best project is because I, I don't know if there's a universally agreed upon answer, uh, for that. Um. So yeah, that's that's, that's all I've got, man. Yeah, that's me too. Well,
1: on to this bulletin. Okay.
0: There is nothing to do, people. So continue <laughs> to wash your hands, sanitize, moisturize, because there ain't no events outside, but you can definitely tune into somebody's IG live. <laughs> <Bars>. <laughs> Just rub me my pump. Just uh, yeah, nah. <laughs> that, that, we'll stay busy going platinum off that line alone. <laughs> Oh man! Thank you all for tuning in to another quarantined episode of Stay Busy with Armand Sadler. We're responsible, we're clean, and we're non-contagious. So stay safe. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow! And I'm also here with Nick. Nick is here. No, he's not it's here all physically, good. But this he's, your show, baby. He's, he's he he's remote. <laughs> you know, we're, we're out here together. It's a community, but we are staying safe, staying humble, and staying busy as a community. Talk to him, busy. The best podcast in the city, y'all mind. Nick Gurley with the flex, stay busy. Topic got yes. the to topic, conversation, stay litty, keep it witty. No witty, really. stay out, jiggy yet gritty, stay busy. Yeah. Six lines, busy, get involved. All you little other podcasters getting crossed. Get lost, like trying to guard crawl, fur. i trying to run a cover like moss, burn. Yeah. Stay busy, nigga, arm dedicated. Cornell, grass, so you know they educated. Yeah. Telling every episode, I know the haters hate it, but they love it on the low. It's confused, admiration. We live right now, Ray J on the line with it. This podcast, straight yeah. up. Trevor Scott Lim, shorty sure sent an episode I might hit, but I left the arm on red once I watched it. Woo. You know the Boy Clean, I ain't washed up Levels Crew with me, get involved, Mo nice. My guys know the music, they are not slow So get situated with this hot show You know we stay busy You know we stay busy You know we stay busy You know nah we stay busy You know we stay busy no know we stay busy no we stay
1: busy No we stay busy